Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Thanks for listening today. We have an exciting series coming up this week entitled Lessons from American Idol. We're going to have a little bit of fun this week. We're partly doing this topic because Carl is obsessed with American Idol. He looks at the websites, he votes, theorizes. (laughs) Too much information. (laughs) But um, I do want to let our listeners that don't watch American Idol know that our purpose is to see the business angles of this very popular show. There are some real insights that come out of watching these young people compete against each other on a national audience. And So let's kick off our series today with Substance versus Style. Is this a singing competition or is it just a voting competition? You know, Peter Noon had a great insight with that question battling with Simon, saying that in his opinion, it was really a voting competition when it came right down to it. And that's a great point, because no matter how good they sing, it all depends on how the votes come in, and somebody's off. And we've lost some good contestants because of that. So tell me how this translates into the business world, Carl. Well, here we are at work, and in one sense, we're there about the mission of our company. We're there to perform. We're there to get results. We're there to provide substance. If you can't provide substance, if you can't make a difference, you know, it's really questionable whether we can add value and um, really affects how you build your team and who you want to keep and, and who you need to send on their way. But on the other hand, you know, we're working in um, groups, we're on teams, there's lots of people there, and it's not always apparent who's doing what. And it's important to be attentive to how you're perceived. So really, our key again is substance versus style, whether or not you are a person that stands out in the workplace. And in theory, we all want to stand out for because we have substance, because we're the best singer, because we've got the goods. But actually, what gets you to stand out isn't always substance. Sometimes it's a lot of style. And Jai is doing very well, and it's you know big raging debate right now about whether he's got the singing goods. But he's got a lot of style, and he's got a lot of PR, and he's got a lot of outrageousness, and it's attractive to a lot of people. And he's getting, and he's getting the PR. Even Ryan gives him most of his time, mm-hmm. his airtime. Which his must talk- be frustrating to the other people who can sing better. It must drive them crazy. Mm-hmm. They just get their little brief video clip where maybe they can stick up a few fingers and get the camera people to notice them. And that's, and that's about it. And, but that's a reality. That's a reality we have to come to at the workplace. And there are those flashy, loud, obnoxious, self-aggrandizing co-employees we have who manage to get the supervisor's attention and talk about themselves constantly and make it seem like they're putting out a lot more than they actually are. And to someone who's putting out a lot of substance and is on the quieter side and just thinks I need to be about my work doing a good job, it's not mine to promote myself, that can be very frustrating because they're getting the attention. And they might even it might even come down to getting things like the raise or getting the promotion because they're the one that the supervisor thinks of and comes to mind more often than they come to mind. Mm-hmm. So how is that not really the most frustrating, awful thing imaginable? How do, you, how do you not be that flashy kind of fake person and yet have your work speak for you and still stand out? I think we need to come to terms with that this is a voting competition and not a singing competition, unfortunately. But really, it does come down to perception and how we're perceived And we need to take responsibility for being perceived the way we want people to perceive us. 
And if we want to be perceived as a creative, hardworking, loyal, enterprising um, team member, we have to make sure that that's how we're communicating ourselves. And that is, in fact, how people see us. We can't just hope for it. We can't just say, oh, I think the work should show for itself. And that's our responsibility to realize that they've got our supervisors and our um, the captains of the industry have, are, are very busy and they have a lot of things going on and, and they are not paying the closest attention to every individual and, and going al- on along the way. And so to your question, we definitely don't want to adopt the flashy, obnoxious style of those who annoy us most. That's not who we are. Um, we want to um, give an accurate per- perception of who we are, but we do want to come to terms with this reality. That if we don't shape the perceptions of ourselves that other people have, you know, they're going to do it for us. So that's a hard thing to come to terms with. So one step one of getting past your annoyance of the others is to accept responsibility that part of why they're getting all the attention is that you're letting them. And you're taking this high noble road of being quiet, hard worker, pouring yourself into your work when really you're not coming to terms with this fact that you have to be seen and known. So the second question is, once you accept responsibility for that and you know, redirect the anger toward yourself and decide, oh, I'm going to do something about this, so what can I do that's within my own personality style? What can I do that's genuinely me? It could be as simple as just becoming more chatty and with, when with supervisors and those around you, you know, just give them a little tidbit about what's going on or share a story about something with the client or give a passing comment about something you observed as you were working through the the numbers and the data. And um, in a casual way, you're in conversation and you, without drawing attention to yourself, you are bringing up the content of the substance that you're providing. This is so important because we are about business and we are about getting results and we do, the company does need to make money in the end. So when perceived correctly, it, it will be those with substance who will succeed and who companies need and, and want to move up and want to pay more. I mean, ultimately, we want the best singer to win this competition. But um, if we... You have to remember them. But you have to remember them when it mm-hmm. comes time to vote. And you have to remember, know who your employees are when you're giving out your promotions and, and when you are forced to cut back and have to choose a few names to let go if you only have partial information, um, who's to blame for that? Mm-hmm. Well, I see how it would be very hard for someone who has been accustomed to just let their work speak for themselves to kind of then go transition into this person that's trying to draw attention to themselves. Um, but I'm struck with, again, part of what we learn through our series is no excuses, that you have to start with yourself. That it doesn't matter what the other person is doing, that there's something you can do on your own. Exactly. No excuses. We want to stay real down to earth and practical with everything. And just at the most realistic level, this is a reality that we have to come to terms with. Our supervisors don't know about us. We're as responsible for that as they are. And we have full control over what we do. And we have very little control over what they do. So let's do what we can do. Well, and i I do appreciate what you tell us about really just being grounded in reality because the reality is our culture does reward people who are more out there and showy and flashy. Those are the people we notice. Those are the people that get attention and magazines and, and workplaces. And it's not about that being right. It's just about 
being in reality, doing what it takes. Exactly. Now, being to, and here's how you're going to, it's going to work best for you because you do provide substance. You are solid. You are real. You're about the company's business. So as you find casual ways to talk about what you're doing, you're just talking about what's already going on. In other words, for a person who's being showy for the sake of being showing or faking it or putting on something, that's a lot of work. They have to go, they have to constantly be um, making things up and being somebody they are not all the time. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm not suggesting that we need to play that game. I'm saying since we are solid, we need ways to be solid and um, in the presence of those who need to know what we're doing and find ways to talk about it, find ways to keep them informed, find ways to um, get it out there that the stuff is going on and it's exciting and it's interesting and we're getting information from our clients and and we are in, as in much in their minds as anyone else on the team. And in the end, if you are, are able to kind of reconcile yourself to the things that you can do for yourself, there's not much you can do about who gets the promotion or who... Who um, just reality out. number two? No, that's the next reality is that if you've got supervisors who are going for the flash and and they're confused by that, there's nothing you can do about that. If they believe leadership is the same as being loud or being aggressive or being a dominating personality, there's nothing you can do about that. But at least you can be proud of what you've accomplished and ways that you've tried to make Correct. your situation Correct. better. But if you have a supervisor who's literally open to who really wants to pick the best person because they're very results-oriented and they're determined to make more money, then we just need to find ways to be in communication with them more often and more regularly and, and keeping them informed about what we're doing. Carl, that's all the time we have for today, but we'll be back next week uh, continuing our series with Lessons from American Idol, and we'll be talking about feedback. Yeah, Paula versus Simon. Can you be too nice? <laughs> Can you be too nice or I'm too mean? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thanks for listening and make sure to check us out on our website at www.boldenterprises.com. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.